you know, doing this pushes me to see hope in my own life. Um, and I think what we gain by that is just, you know, the stamina to make it through and to live through whatever it is we're dealing with, whether it's physical. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Hope in the Pain podcast. I'm Kim Peek, and if you haven't seen an episode or heard a podcast before, I just want to welcome you. I want to let you know that I believe that dealing with pain is really difficult, and it can be really isolating at times. I know um, from my own experiences with MS that I have definitely resonated with it being difficult, with it being exhausting, and sometimes um, just being lonely. So I'm here to give you hope. You know, as I record this each week, um, there's kind of a dual recording. One is for YouTube, which um, is audio and video. In other words, you're seeing me. Whereas uh, for the podcast world, whether it's Apple Podcasts or um, any other type of podcast, you're only hearing my voice. And you know, it's really interesting because when I watch these when they come out, it's always surprising to me how it looks on screen or rather how I look on screen. The energy I feel like I project, the way I talk with my voice, um, the way I look, smile, expressions is totally different sometimes than what I am seeing on the screen as I'm looking. It's so interesting how that can be totally different than, again, what I see in my head. I feel like sometimes dealing with pain is very similar. How I see myself inside as a person What I feel like the person I want to be, the things I want to do is very different than the reality sometimes of dealing with the pain. And that's one of the biggest reasons that I want to share hope with you. And, you know, doing this pushes me to see hope in my own life. Um, And I think what we gain by that is just, you know, the stamina to make it through and to live through Whatever it is we're dealing with, whether it's physical, emotional, or mental pain, it can be any of those. Sometimes it's more than one. And I think remembering where we get hope from is so important. So today what I want to share with you are 10 areas, 10 things that I find hope in. You know, I hope as you as I go along that you'll be thinking of the own places where you find hope. Maybe make your own list that can really help you through and carry you through the worst days, the hardest days. So let's do our countdown. Number one, And this is probably what a lot of people would think I would say. And I am going to say it, although for maybe a different reason than people would think. You know, the first place I find hope is in Jesus Christ. I am a Christian, and so that is the foundation of my hope, the foundation of my life, and the place that I first go to for hope. But I want to share with you why. And again, it might be a different reason than you would think. The reason is because history shows that Jesus Christ was a real person. Maybe you're thinking about why is that the reason that I find hope in Christ? And I do want to say there are many reasons I find hope in Christ. But when I'm thinking about my pain, 
What I think about sometimes is the pain that Jesus went through when he was nailed to the cross. And you know, when I think about that pain and the reality of what that must have been like, I can't even imagine. He was whipped 40 times and then he had to carry a heavy wooden cross and then he was nailed to it and then he died on it. And you know, even saying that just helps feel the reality of what he went through. And you know, the reality of that is something that I know my pain does not reach that threshold. Thank God, I can't even imagine. But the reason that I find hope in that on my hardest days is because history, again, shows that Jesus was a real person. Now, whether or not you believe his claims and you believe that, you know, this or that about him, we can know that he really existed and lived in this world. And because we know that he really lived as a man walking this earth, I know that I can go to him for hope because he experienced pain beyond what I can feel. And you know, knowing that he experienced that pain and that that was a real thing in life shows me that he is walking beside me in this pain, that when it gets really difficult, I really am not alone. And I really do know that someone has experienced pain at a level that they can truly understand mine. And that gives me so much hope and just so much strength to make it through whatever I'm going through. Again, whether it's physical, emotional, or mental. Let's look at number two. Number two is something that gives me a tremendous amount of hope. And there is probably very few days that go by that I don't focus on this for a minute. And that is to think about what I can do versus focusing on what I can't do. There are a lot of things that I can't do anymore. I can't run. I can barely play the piano. Um, I could go on. The list is getting longer and will get longer, not only because I have MS, but because I'm getting older and we all deal with that to some point. But to think about what I can do, there are still so many things I can do. And thinking about those things gives me just a lot of hope, gives me uh, just a lot of encouragement and a lot of energy as well. I encourage you to pause this, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening as a podcast, and just think about three things that you can do that give you joy. And you know, when you think about those things, it really does help to just bring you hope about your own life, about what you're doing, about why you're doing it, and about the value of your days. And, and I think that's just a great thing. Number three goes along with number two, but really brings it down to a daily level. And that is a lot of time what gives me hope is to look at what I got done during the day versus what I didn't get done in the day. And that brings me hope because it is so discouraging and so defeating to think about all the things I can't do in my day, to think about um, the, the small number of things that got done during the day. But if I look at instead what I did get done, that is just hope right there because it not only shows what I did today, but it gives me hope for what I'm going to do tomorrow. Okay, we're getting into this list. And number four, I want to say what gives me hope is shopping. You may be thinking, 
whoa, what in the world? You're just going to do shopping whenever you don't feel good, whenever you feel a little discouraged. How does your bank account handle that? But let me tell you, shopping is not in the way that you think it is. Because for me, when I am super discouraged or not feeling really good in a day, sometimes what I'll do is I'll go shopping in the way of looking for a nonprofit that I know that really helps transform people's lives and I'll give a donation. And that's the kind of shopping I love to do and do it as often as I can break. Okay, number five, here we go. Number five for me is I wear my favorite outfit or at least I wear something that I feel good in, right? I don't know about you, but I hate wearing an outfit or wearing clothes that I don't feel good in. And it's not just about, do I feel fat? But I wanna wear something I feel good in that gives me a little energy, a little burst, a little a little happy feeling, right? And so um, I have to tell you what I'm wearing now. I uh, did spend some time thinking about what I was gonna wear. This is one of my favorite jackets. And so if you see myself wearing it multiple times, you'll know why. But I do, I feel good in this jacket. You know, I love the details of this jacket. You know, you'll look at the buttons here. Uh, there's lots of seams through it and there's just lots of fun details. And I love this jacket and I feel good in this jacket. You know what? It gives me a little burst of hope. Now you can see a lot of these are kind of, maybe what you'd call superficial ways that give me hope. But you know, um, I think they're, they can be fun, right? Some of these are just fun ways to have some hope in our life. And you know, that's not a bad thing, right? I mean, life is, is full of little moments that can be joyful, right? Can be fun, can um, just make us feel good, right? And, and so we've got to find positive ways that we do that so we don't go down negative ways that help us spiral downward in negative thought patterns or um, depression in ways that don't affect us negatively physically um, and also that don't affect our relationships um, negatively. So we need to find some great ways to give us hope. And, and you know, number one was Christ, which is on a large label, right? But a lot of these are just on a daily level of finding little bursts of hope to have in our lives. Believe it or not, we are already halfway through the list. We have done numbers one through five. So now we have numbers six through 10. Now, number five, I just got done saying that sometimes we just need a uh, little burst of joy, little jerk, blah, blah. Let me start over again. Three, two, one. Believe it or not, we're already halfway through this list. And you know, as I was just saying, sometimes we need just a little burst of happiness, a little burst of joyfulness. Um, they, they just give us hope for our day, maybe uh, hope to get to the next day. And number six is definitely one on a small scale, but it's one of my favorites, and that's to watch a funny movie. Now for me, a lot of times that's a rom-com, but let me tell you why. It's not so much just watching a movie, right? And and watching a rom-com that's some idealistic version of romance that's just never going to happen in the world with nobody I know. And, and you know, um, I, I just, I don't even need that for my own life, right? I've got a great husband. So I don't watch it for some realistic vision or view of, of life. But why I watch it and why it gives me hope is one word laughter. When we laugh, that is joy 
that is hope. And so I love watching a funny movie that I can just laugh and laugh. Sometimes if it's a romantic comedy, uh, it'll be a little crying too, which can be cathartic. But um, to laugh just brings me so much hope. When we go into number seven, laughter kind of carries over because one of my favorite things to do is just laugh with friends. So number seven is friends. Friends bring me hope in so many ways. And you know, probably one time I'll, I'll just have a whole episode talking about friends because friends just make it, um, so we are not lonely, right? So we are not isolated. But one thing I want to say about what brings me hope with my friendships, uh, that I want to focus on today is texting. Um, you know, so many times I'll get a text from a friend and that text will just bring me so much hope and so much joy. Number one, they're thinking about me. Number two, they have encouraging words for me. And number three, they are that faithful friend. Even though I am so many times not able anymore to be the friend I want to be, they are still there with me. They are sticking by me. They're walking this journey as I go through it. And that brings me more hope than you can know. In fact, out of all of these after Jesus, this would probably be number two, whether it's my mom, um, another family member, um, whether it's a friend, that text just brings me so much hope. And you know, it's so great to get those texts because if I'm not feeling good, it's really easy to respond to a text. Whereas I may not feel like talking on the phone or getting together. Number seven is my family. You know, I just appreciate my family so much and they bring me hope because I have so many people around me uh, really friends or family that I could call or text if I needed something. And you know, that is such a peaceful feeling. It's such a calming feeling knowing that if there's a need, somebody can help me with it. And so many times that's my husband, but so many times it can be other people as well, whether it's my, my kids, um, uh, other people, my family, um, I'm just so blessed and it gives me so much hope knowing there are people there. Um, it's just a personification of hope. You know, hope is this feeling, right? This kind of quality, but when you bring it down and there are people that will help you with a need that just makes it real. It makes it super real that I can touch it. And I love that form of hope. Okay. We're almost done here. We're getting to the end of the list. Number nine, number nine is basically someone that's inspiring. Reading about someone inspiring, whether it's their biography, reading a news story, hearing something on TV, a story about someone, uh, a friend, a family member going through something that I can see. When it's, it's one of them doing something inspiring, that gives me hope so much because again, it's real, right? You can touch that. You can see it. You see somebody else doing it and it gives it hope for your own life as well. And that's just one of my favorite things. I love reading stories about people that have done inspiring things that just gives me hope beyond, right? Because again, ordinary people experiencing extraordinary things, um, huge obstacles and overcoming them gives me a lot of hope. Number 10, finally, number 10 is music. Music 
has buoyed me up so many times I can't even count. And you know, you think of the word boy, uh, B-U-O-Y. And and to me, that's a picture of on water and there's something that comes up and is floating, right? It's been buoyed up. It's floating on the water. It's not being pushed down. And there's that whole idea of lifting up. And music does that for me and continues to do that for me. You know, I have a playlist on my phone that are old tried and true songs that whenever I hear them, they give me hope. And then whenever I hear a new song that brings me hope, I just buy it and I put it on my phone as well because the words of those songs are powerful and they bring hope when we need it. And the thing about that with music is that we don't need anyone else to help us. We don't need money. We we don't need to get up and do something if we're not feeling well. Uh, we really don't need much of anything. We can hear that song and it can just lift our spirits and bring us hope. And I absolutely love that. So uh, this is my list of 10. As I said, I hope you have your own list that you either have already or you're working on now that you've heard this, because having that list written out and going to it, especially on difficult days, is so helpful. You know, when we're feeling our worst, it's not like we're just rattling off these 10 things that give us hope. We don't feel good, and we are just getting through the day. And so having that list to go to, having that playlist of music that you can just hit play on and it goes, having those verses that you want to read about Jesus just already listed out um, so you don't have to think about it. Having um, your rom-com ready to go um, can be helpful. And texting a friend, just telling them how you are experiencing discouragement, I guarantee will bring you an encouraging text back. That's just some of the ways I listed. You know, number 10 I listed was music. And um, I like to leave you with words of hope every time. And so the words of hope I want to leave you today are from a song. The name of it is called Stan, and it was sung by the group Rascal Flats. I want to read to you the chorus um, and just of this sweet song, Stan, um, by Rascal Flats. Because when push comes to shove, you taste what you're made of. You might bend till you break because it's all you can take. On your knees, you look up, decide you've had enough, wipe your hands, shake it off, then you stand, then you stand. That can be your story. No matter what you're going through, you can get that hope. I hope you start with Jesus to get your hope, and not only Christ, but I hope you have a list of things that bring you hope on the darkest days, because you know what? There is always hope. There is always hope. You can always wipe your hands, shake it off then you stand. And those are the words of hope we can look to today. And I just want to encourage you to uh, follow me on Instagram, Hope in the Pain. I'm going to be posting um, a question just asking you where you find your hope. And I hope you'll uh, follow me and give me a couple of ways where you find hope. And I also want to say the first person that correctly DMs me on um, Instagram and tells me how many times I said the word hope, I'm going to venue enough for a coffee because that was probably a little too much that I used that word. But anyway, my name is Kim Peek. Thank you for listening to Hope in the Pain. Make the most of the day in the life you've been given.